This is the Rear Naked Chicks podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Rear Naked Chicks podcast. I'm Jordan. I'm Chelsea. I'm Gabby. And we're here uh, for the first time on Zoom. So this is going to be a little interesting. We're not all in the same room. We're usually half cuddling each other at all times. Right now, we're uh, different rooms, different states even. Gabby, where you at? Why aren't you here? I am in Connecticut in my my room. I came out here for school. I was like, COVID happened, and then I did, wasn't in school. Then I decided to come back to school, move out of the house. Great decision. I'm so happy to be here, but um, realizing how important <laughs> the gym is to me because I've been coming to Warwick a lot. I'm not at your house right now because I am sick. <laughs> Oh, no. And I have to make sure it's not COVID before I see you. God, isn't that the life? Well, I'm pretty sure I'm safe because I think I just had COVID over Christmas. Although none of us could get tested, so none of us are sure. But everything tasted like bleach for a week or two. So, so strange. I'm pretty sure that was COVID. Also, everyone I know had COVID. So uh, my kids got quarantined in Aruba with COVID. COVID with their dad. So that's um so we're gonna talk about competition stuff but I feel like maybe we need to to answer some of these questions to get because it's so weird being far away from you guys like yeah yeah so you guys want to like deal with other people's drama for a minute so that like maybe we have a little bit more fun and get into it yeah let's grapple with your problems (laughs) grappling with other people's problems. problems I like that I know some of them are like actual problems that we could like give people bad advice for um and other ones are just like general questions but I'm just gonna put this disclaimer in front of this section we are unqualified this is just our (laughs) opinions we are just three random girls who do jujitsu and have thoughts about things that is accurate we are not licensed to do anything at all except choke people Gabby can do your hair. Gabby's licensed to do hair. Yes. Licensed medical assistant, which is random because I haven't done that job in a long time, but technically. Um, I, have a, I have a driver's license. Oh, yeah. I have a motorcycle license. Did I ever tell you guys that? What? I won't ride another motorcycle. But my ex had a motorcycle and it used to stress me out that like we would be out on a drive. And, like, if anything were to happen to him, that, like, I could be stranded out in the middle of nowhere because we'd go in these weird back roads that were really windy on his motorcycle. So I took the class just to, like, give myself peace of mind in case anything were to happen to him on a ride. And this motherfucker bought me a motorcycle thinking, oh, great, we're going to go on rides. Not knowing I was fucking terrified of that thing. If you would know how many miles I put on that motorcycle in the months I had it, it was maybe 30. And I dropped it twice. And then I got pregnant. And I was like, I don't need a motorcycle ever again. So I have a motorcycle endorsement on my license, but I will not be riding a motorcycle. You have <laughs> lived so many lives. You have. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, so grappling with your problems. The first question we got, which I feel like we all are uniquely qualified to answer this in different ways. How do I get out of the friend zone? I mean, how do you like change a girl's mind if she friend zoned you? I don't think you can. Yeah, I think the only way you can is if you haven't made a move before. Like if you've just been friend zoned, 
because you haven't made a move and you're just friends, then make a move. And also, if you want to be romantically involved with someone and that's your intention and you're pretending to be their friend, they're not your friend. You're kind of misrepresenting your entire relationship. Like, I would argue, don't be friends with people you want to date. Like, make your intentions clear. Shoot your shot. Yeah, Gabby, you're like, you're the only one dating right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have a lot of perspective on what works when people, honestly, I'm shocked at who, like how willing you are to give people chances being as awesome as you are. I feel like I would be a lot more particular, but you're kind of open-minded about who, like who you're willing to like, let take you out or you'll give them a shot or like, you don't know what the vibes will be like in person. So what is it that makes you willing to entertain somebody as a possible date? Like, well, like I will, I have to be in your presence to like fill you out. I don't know when people are like, like, I'm not on a dating app or anything. Like I don't like swipe on anybody. That's, I don't know. I just kind of feel it out. If it happens, if you bump into someone, if someone makes a move, I'm, I don't know. But do you think it makes a difference? Like if somebody makes a move or not, or is it all chemistry? Is it all that unspoken thing? And people just think they can sway it one way or the other, but they're really not changing anything. It's probably both. Don't you think that you know within like minutes, if you're ever going to be attracted to somebody, like it is off the bat and they can never change it? Yeah. You got to do some like mental gymnastics. If you're like, when your first impression was like, no, I don't think that would ever work. I think you go with your first perception. Okay, question two. I keep texting my ex when I'm drunk and sleeping with her. How do I stop? Get rid of the contact so it's mm-hmm. harder. Yeah, no one has remembered a phone number since 2004. So just delete number. Or like just get back together. It seems that you guys... <laughs> <laughs> so would you would you your old advice never get back together with your ex gabby haven't we taught you anything i don't know if if, if you're drawn to someone just go with it yeah but what's the advice that you would have given yourself a few months ago when you were drunk and texting your ex um been there done that and it is just a trap trapped exactly so so don't don't get back together that's what you're saying um I guess mostly I'll say don't get back together but if you're like I guess if you broke up with a person it's it's not meant to be but maybe I feel like breaking up with somebody is so hard that if you went through all the trouble of getting that far down the road something was really fucking wrong and you're just like insecure and bored because you don't want to go out there and try again, but you already decided that you would rather have no one than that person. You were so unhappy in that situation that you were like, I would fucking rather be single than be with your ass. That's what breaking up with somebody is, unless you're bouncing to some new person. So I feel like you just got to like let life happen a little bit and go try something else. Stop repeating the shit you didn't even like in the first place. I say the the only exception might be if if it's like long distance or something like if you're breaking up because of a move or because of um, I don't know going to college or something you're like let's just call it what it is like it isn't gonna work and then you want to revisit that later yeah I think that's acceptable yeah I think you gotta know why you broke up and if it's something that is like absolutely different 
And so I think it's like correct. a social social media cleanse because it does help. Oof. Yeah, that actually rolls right into another question, which was about how to handle dating at the gym. I think the main thing everybody wants to know when they ask about dating at the gym, it's it's twofold. It's one, how do you start the conversation of dating in a grappling environment? Specifically, it's weird because like if it's rejected, now you still have to touch each other, I think is a big thing. But then two, what if you break up? Yeah, it, it makes it complicated. It makes things complicated. I think I think you have that's a risk you have to take if you're going to go for someone that you're training with. I don't know. It's, it's obvious in a space like that. Like, do you feel like it was worth it though? Like, would you do it again? Yes. Why would you not at least try? I definitely was one of the people who met a guy at the gym, had a thing for him, DM'd a bunch, ended up hanging out. And, (laughs) but like we dated so quietly for a year before we told anyone at the gym. And I think that was actually really a good thing for us. Like, like you said, like people knowing your business is super hard and, um, it wasn't really worth it to me to tell anyone until I knew that I was going to be in like a committed, serious relationship with him. Like nobody needs to know if I'm dating someone is the way I felt about it. And that's the other thing is like, when you date like a core member of the gym, you're now having to interact with that person all the time, every day. Like you are on a team together and your hobby is together. And then you're going to go home and be in a relationship together. I don't have that experience. My boyfriend trains once or twice a week. He's a cop. He doesn't have a lot of time. Whereas mine's the opposite. We are both core members of the group and go every single day and then come (laughs) home to each other every single day. (laughs) Yeah, me and Alex started dating over five years ago now. And he's been training, I think, as long as Gabby has, so about two and a half years. And I've been training about two years. And we both train between five to seven days a week and we both compete together um and it's great I mean every now and then it can get a little weird I think more so on my part than his part he couldn't care any less but every now and then when you're such a physical grappling sport where you're somewhat fighting for your life like if there's any form of I'm frustrated or something I can't then go roll with him and be like not violent but like physically aggressive towards him like those things can't cross like there's a dangerous line and I mean I'm very good and if I feel like I'm in a type of mood where I'll get mad or something I don't roll with him that day it's very frustrating when he's so much better than me (laughs) and all I want to do is beat him and I can't I will never stop trying (laughs) yeah I was gonna say we try we try I try I try so hard it is very satisfying <laughs> to be able to beat up your own boyfriend. <laughs> that was fun. I like it's definitely playful and like really fun. Yeah. I like when it can be playful. I will say though that between me and my boyfriend, like we're both crazy competitive, but he's also significantly bigger than I am and really strong. Like he he lifts every single day. So and he doesn't hold back. Like Everyone likes to say, oh, girls don't understand, guys hold back. I'm like, yeah, they're not holding anything back. They want to fucking win. Um, And my boyfriend has literally broken my sternum trying. So, you know, not not in like a abuse kind of way, but like, you know, he was he was going ham and he kind of slid and crushed me and shit happens. 
But yeah, he only trains once or twice a week. So even though he has that giant size advantage, jujitsu is a skill-based thing. And I have a lot more mat time than he does. So, you know, it is, oh, it is nice to be able to beat your boyfriend at something when you're mad at him. But it is scary, is all I'm going to (laughs) say. One day, one day, I'll get there. (laughs) Well, I guess there's another question, which if you have developed a relationship in the gym, how organic was it? I feel like that's the benefit of maybe dating while grappling is you can catch a vibe off somebody so easily. You can roll with someone and instantly know, like, I don't want to roll with him ever again. Or, I mean, it's never it's never been that extreme, at least. But you'd be like, mm, maybe that's not my favorite. Or you just, you have intuition, I guess. And you have to trust that. So it could work in, in the opposite of being rolling with somebody and being like, Maybe I want to do this again. Who knows? Yeah. And like, the, I feel like there's a really important distinction that people who don't train probably wouldn't understand, which is that just because you have like a like a vibe doesn't mean that the way you grapple changes at all. Like the the eye contact that I get between roles or like how we joke before and after class, that's what changes. But the actual jujitsu itself, if anyone is out there trying to like use grappling to be to to shoot their shot essentially without having already established that you're in some kind of relationship and this is a normal thing like that's not cool that is not the way to go about getting a date at the gym that is the way to go about getting kicked out of the gym and possibly having someone press charges on you like so just putting that out there for anyone who's trying to shoot their shot at the gym do it between roles after class before class in the dms but not with your hands in a role this has been a PSA from Rear Naked Chicks. <laughs> this one goes out to all the creepy guys. We got kicked out of the gym. Okay, it was one. <laughs> it's hilarious. How do I work jujitsu into my dating profile without attracting weirdos? <laughs> I don't think you can. We have not been able to exist on the internet at all without attracting massive amounts of weirdos. Don't, you know what? You know, I put it in your bio, but make sure your feet are not shown at all in any pictures. It doesn't matter though, because people will come and say like, oh, can you choke me? Or do you like getting choked? Like, we don't, if you don't know somebody like that, definitely don't talk to them like that. That's fucking weird. I do feel like it it is a benefit though because I know if at this point in my life so happy I am not looking nor do I wish to be looking but if I were I would now jujitsu would have to be a part of that person so I feel like it needs to be included yeah yeah I don't I don't know like maybe just like name a kind of an an obscure move and just just write Ashi Garami is life in there or something and then if you know you know and then you're not going to attract somebody uh, who is super creepy, but, you know, you'll get somebody who legit trains. And then you're already, that's an icebreaker where you can argue about leg locks and whether or not white belts should be taught them. There you go. Other people are just going to Google it, though. So um, your, your belt, your rank. Yeah. Blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. No, people are just going to say like, hey, you want to roll around? With me? It doesn't matter. People on the apps are creepy. Just delete, block, move on. The ones who aren't creepy will be not creepy. You can't change the fact that creeps are fucking everywhere. Have any of us ever been on a dating app? No. No. I don't plan on moment. I don't want, I don't know why I don't really care to thought about it, but I think I was on a dating app 
when I was like just out of high school. I think pre, yeah, like on a phone. Oh, all right. We got a little experience in the group. (laughs) It was was for, it was, it was very bare minimum and it never led to anything and I deleted it quickly. (laughs) It seems like so the norm now. Like I don't really know very many people who didn't meet on apps at this point. Jujitsu is definitely how I meet everyone I know. Here's another one. Jujitsu is so important to me. I'm having trouble keeping up with family and work, even with time management. Bro. Have any of us figured that out yet? (laughs) I mean, yes, to an extent. I feel like I was, like, I did not make time for anything else when I was first training. And it was the only thing that mattered and everything else fell through the cracks. And that was not a balanced way to be living. And I definitely feel like I have more balance now. Which makes me... Like, I like my life better and I'm happier. I'm not as obsessed with jujitsu as I was in that very beginning part, but I'm still very obsessed with it. It's just not the only thing in my life anymore. I have three kids. Like, it was too much. I was going through a divorce. So, like, I just, I needed it to, like, keep my head straight. Some people go on benders where they're drinking all the time. Some people just leave their family. I did a shit ton of (laughs) jujitsu. And that's what got me through. So, my guess is you're going through some other fucking thing, too. If you're on that level, if it's only jujitsu and you don't care about anything else, what's what's going on, man? What are you going through? <laughs> Deep. Here's another question. Um, feeling guilty for saying no to a role with teen. I'm a 30-year-old woman and it's the professor's kid. Again, it's a vibe thing. If you don't feel comfortable rolling with someone, don't roll with them. Like, you have a choice. You definitely can choose who... And like, I don't know why you're uncomfortable, but literally any reason is a good enough reason. You're allowed to pick your partners. I don't understand, like, the idea that you wouldn't be specific about who you train with is silly. There are people who say, oh, I just train with everyone. You know, whatever, good for you, but not everybody feels that way. There are plenty of people I choose not to train with for a lot of reasons, because I feel like they're dangerous, because I don't like the training that I get out of it, uh, because they make me uncomfortable, like whatever I, and you don't have to even say it. You just be like, no, I'm going to sit this one out. Or you can just say like, uh, I was looking for a kind of a different role and you don't even have to say anything specific. What do you guys say when you're going to, when you're going to pass on a role, when you're dodging somebody, what do you say? I think I I normally say I'm going to sit one out like, Hey, I'm really gassed. I'm going to sit one out. And I just, I think it's important to say like as women, and in any sort, not just jujitsu, we don't need an excuse to say no to something. You don't need to explain to anybody why other than just no. But in in this situation, it's probably better to not create it weird in the gym. I really feel like that needs to be said. I will say one thing. Don't underestimate the kids. They're really good at jujitsu and they will beat you up if you are not taking them seriously because you could probably learn a lot so I would I feel like yeah if you really I don't know have an open mind if you get you feel comfortable in any type of way I think we all agree like you have the choice yes or no like yeah I mean like I understand why you might not want to train with a teenage boy like as a 30 year old woman, I get why that might make you feel uncomfortable, even if nothing has ever happened to make you believe that this specific person is inclined to, to make you uncomfortable. It might just be uncomfortable. Like 
I, I'm 34 and my 14 year old son trains and so do his friends. And every once in a while in a King of the Hill or something, I have to roll with one of my 14 year old son's friends. And uh, you know, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but I just keep it jujitsu. You know, I don't treat it any differently than any other person. And they've never given me any reason to make it feel like anything other than it's a little bit awkward that I'm their friend's mom. And they're like, okay, hi. I guess I'm going to go into your closed guard now. But, you know, I don't like there is a lot of inherent weirdness to jujitsu that you do just have to kind of get over. Um, but also some of the weirdness is being able to say no. Some of the weirdness is your own aversion to disappointing people or making other people feel uncomfortable. You're going to jujitsu, presumably to protect yourself, be stronger, have a, like have a stronger sense of self. Here's a good opportunity to test that, you know, say no, it is what it is. Not everybody's going to like it, but it's your life. I was going to add too, it's like, it's your training too. So it's like, however you want to train, you can choose, like, let's say you have a competition, you can choose like, oh my God, maybe it's risky rolling with this person because maybe they just have more energy than me and that's too much. And yeah, so I think it's, it's all fair. There's a million excuses in the book for me. I've literally said to people the reason though. I've said, sorry, your nails are too long. Or, you know, I like I'm not interested in a spazzy role right now. Or whatever it is, you're too big. I've got a rule. Um, maybe this will help you. This is a rule I use across the board um, that I always encourage other girls to use. If someone is new, more than 20 pounds bigger than you. Or has like an aggressive, we call it spazzy. I know that that's not always a PC term, but in jiu-jitsu, that's what we call it, style. They can only be one of those three. Two of those three, like if you're spazzy and big, or if you're spazzy and new, or if you're big and spazzy, any two things, it's a no-go. Only one of the three things can they be. So don't, you know, if, if, if this person fits into two of those three categories, you just tell them like, sorry, like I, I, you like don't fit the categories of people that I feel safe training with. It is what it is. Yeah. Tips for rolling with PMS. <laughs> I honestly think it alleviates it for me most of the time. Yeah. Drink a lot of water. I just feel like being hydrated helps. Um, and I forget what they're called, but they have those underwear. Ah, uh, yes. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. But yeah. those have alleviated so much paranoia in my mind of just mm -hmm. like wearing those with whatever other kind of protection, I guess, that you use. Definitely like layer it up if you're worried about uh, like the activity and the, and the blood. <laughs> Sorry to anybody who's listening to this and cringing, but we sweat all over each other. Blood happens for other reasons, too. I don't I actually get really fatigued. Like for me, it's harder for me to be motivated. I don't have the same like anger, aggression. Well, it depends. They're saying PMS. A lot of people mean when you're on your period, when they say PMS, but PMS means premenstrual syndrome. It's literally what happens before you get your period that makes you angry and crampy and all the other things. And if I'm training with PMS, I might fucking murder someone. But if I'm training, I'm like, it's like my time of the month. I just feel like curling up in a ball and crying. <laughs> always say yes to training I feel like it's always best to go to training on the days that you really don't want to go just that's actually the perfect segue into the next question which is how do I stay motivated 
set yourself some goals. I think that's the best thing to do. I have recently felt like I was plateauing and I asked somebody at the school or at the academy how to kind of get over that. And he said, just set goals, set something you want to reach, something you want to get better at and work towards that. Even if it's, I want to go to the gym three days a week set that as your goal and do that consistently or within the gym. Hey, I want to get better at leg locks. I want to get better at this. But in terms of getting better at anything, I think it's just setting attainable goals and tracking it and making sure you're getting there. Yeah. I feel like I've definitely gone through periods where I trained every single day for over a hundred days and didn't take any breaks. And part of what kept me motivated there was like keeping this streak going. And once I lost that, it was harder for me to, stay motivated because I had lost this like length of time that I had gone without skipping a day of training. And I had to find new ways to stay engaged. And some days it is what Gabby just said. It's literally, you just have to go. Even if you don't feel like going today because you just have to remember why you go. Like for me, I go because a, I want to be the greatest female grappler on earth. And that's not going to happen without training. Um, and be like, I, I like my community. I like exercising. I like the mental health benefits. I like being able to eat whatever the fuck I want and not have to like sit there and worry about my clothes not fitting. Um, so some days I do it just for those reasons and not because I feel like going. Yeah. I was going to say, I like having, um, like a competition, like having them having like once a month to me, looking forward to something helps me like having I don't know, there's a set date and you have to, you know, prepare yourself for it. Okay, guys. So that's really all the time we have for today. We hope you guys like this question and answer thing. Shoot us some more questions. We want to get into some more like detailed problems of yours because this was kind of fun. Um, Zoom's tough. We're going to try to get back together in person, but we just wanted to give you guys some content because we don't want to start off this whole podcast train and then leave you guys hanging. So hopefully you enjoyed. Give us a like and subscribe. Add Rear Naked Chicks on TikTok, Instagram. Go to our website, rearnakedchicks.com. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.